What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Hey, everyone. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets in the car, while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. I don't see much difference between religion, conspiracy theory, and believing in ghosts and thinking the Dolly Parton is Satan. I'm going to say you first are blaspheming podcast. my God, right. Queen Dolly. <laughs> kick your ass off my podcast. This is going to be the first one to kick off, you blaspheme Dolly. We're just going right in. Everybody is Ben Folds. Cash in the Creepies is a welcoming Ben Folds. Okay. Good to be here. Uh, it's damn good to see you, too. You look I great. I know. So do you. You look like you've been frolicking in the sunshine. Been frolicking in the uh, in the mushroom forest. That's what it looks like. Yeah. Little, you're going to get a little sun through the, through the mushrooms, but you can also, you know, sleep under the canopies. Oh, gorgeous. Where are you in the world, actually? I'm in Australia. You lucky motherfucker. Mm. You're lucky. You got mm. stuck there. I got stuck in Sydney. Oh, you lucky fucker. I was there on my birthday. Not this year. So a year and change ago is the last show I played was in Sydney. And it was so fun. I had the best time ever. And then like a week later, the world went to shit. Holy shit. So you were over here while I was over here because I was over here on tour and I got stuck and you escaped I back to the U.S. I wish I didn't. Damn it. I heard mm. it's just like kind of normal there. It is normal, but because they're way behind on on the uh, uh, vaccines now, it's going to yeah. get more difficult here because the borders and stuff. So, oh. But it's been great. I mean, it really has. It's uh, at, at a very heavy cost. To Australia, they've kept it safe. Have you played shows in the past, like, year? Yes. Yeah. I, um, about three or four months ago, I, I played an orchestra tour. Oh, my God. And, like, it was, like, a, sh- a normal show? It was more or less normal. I had to do a whole shit ton of nose swabs. I think over the course of two weeks, I must have done about 10 Something like that. The brain tickler, they call oh, it. Oh, I've been doing that now. That's just like part. It's fun for me now. Right. I, get those, yeah, I like buy them normal. online and I just shove them up there. 
Woo. Yeah. You can usually tell that the really overzealous, I'm going to cram this son of a bitch all the way up to your frontal lobe kind of mm-hmm. did. You can see that coming. There was an Irish lady. I don't know why. She was really nice. I just knew that was going straight, straight past the eye sockets. Yeah. <laughs> well, she wanted to make sure you were COVID free. I didn't really like know what your stance or your belief system in the mm. supernatural is at all. I, I, I like to see evidence or I like to know that evidence was vetted by someone whose life is dedicated to it. So I'm, I guess in that way, I'm, I'm, I'm a man of science. I love science. Uh, I love science. They can go together. They can go together. What can go together? Science and magic. Well, I think they do go together. I think, I I think, I think science is science allows for all the things that you don't know, you know, so we don't claim to know everything. There's a lot of mystery out there. What bothers me about certain belief systems that are based on maybe what we call the supernatural is that they tend to want to explain that which has not yet been explained. Like, oh, of course, it's a lot of rules. Well, let me ask you this. Uh, Why, uh, why you're interested in it? Are you interested in what other people are interested in? Or do you have a specific, like I'm, I've, I've seen some shit and I'm here to tell you all about it. I've seen some shit. And then through the shit I've seen, it made me want to talk to other people about like what they have seen and what they have experienced because I only have my own perspective. Right. So I'm trying to understand Mm, this magical smart. and the universe and the things I can't explain or that are just unexplainable and undeniably unexplainable. I want to see other people's perspective of that because I was raised in a certain way by a certain kind of mom that was very open to that. Mm. And in the South, and there was a lot of religion that I didn't connect with, but then spirituality, which I do connect with, which ties in with creativity to me. And then I saw a ghost and then I saw a spaceship. And so then I was like, fuck it. I want to talk to other people and see what... See what they think about this. <laughs> this was my favorite part. And then I saw a ghost and then I saw a spaceship. <laughs> okay. So that's what led me to this moment in time. But yeah. like, I also just love magical things. Like my favorite thing in the world are things that you can't like make into an app and monetize and like define specifically or like trap like things like creativity which is why writing songs yeah. is so fun. And we've written songs together and it's so fun because it's like, you just don't know if it's going to be good or not. Like you are literally grasping at thin air. Yeah. Well, you're making something that wasn't there. And that is mysterious. I mean, it is. It's like, and, and also, you know, I, I, I think that um, the things that we don't know, there's a, to me, there's a balance. It's like, we want to be curious because that's part of the frustration of being curious is, is part of being human. It gets you to the next days, the hunger for understanding what comes next. Yeah. The other side of it is we need to be able to celebrate that which is a mystery and leave it be. You know, so everyone kind of has that wall. Like, like, do I really want to explain an example is remember that ridiculous. I mean, I actually didn't think it was ridiculous. I thought it was just entertaining. But the insane uh, clown posse video called Miracles. I'm obsessed with them. They were on this show and I'm a fully a juggalo now. Go on. Hmm. <laughs> I'm down with the clowns. Oh, same. I think that I think uh, that their song Miracles was widely misunderstood. Uh, and a lot of people were saying, oh, magnets, you want to know how the fuck those work? Electromagnetic power, blah, blah, blah. And then you and then you have to ask that person on Twitter. OK, now explain it further. Yeah. OK, those are those are electrons. OK, what is an electron? <laughs> what is an electron made out of? What are those made out of? Why are they there? And as you keep digging deeper, you have you do have a miracle. So I don't think that yes. was a ridiculous line. I thought it was actually a really smart line. And I agree. And. There is science to like back where you can trace kind of down things to a point, but then it all kind of comes back to this spiritual, supernatural, whatever you want to call it, this question of like. Well, it does if that's where your mind goes, because if you need to explain it. Well, but I mean, we need to explain things for for ourselves. That's, that's, That's part of. 
feeling safe. You have something yeah. to a structure. If you just called it nothing, if it wasn't called supernatural, it wasn't called anything, and you didn't try to explain it, that's not a ghost. That's a sound I heard. It's a mystery. But if you say it's a ghost, then suddenly you're trying to explain something and take the mystery out of that which can't be explained. Hmm. I mean, that's my opinion. I'm I'm okay, I'm okay with ghost stories. Interesting. Well, only because here's my thing. I saw an apparition of a person, but I don't know if that was a ghost, if that's a different dimension, if that was right. me hallucinating. Was that a dream? Are we all living <laughs> in a simulation? What dimension are we in? Is our dream life really our waking life? You can go down that rabbit mm, hole. And I love yeah. going down that rabbit hole. It's my favorite rabbit hole to go down. Okay. So what was this? I mean, you may have to explain this every podcast, and I'm not sure if you don't want to do that, but what was the, what's the apparition story? So, okay. I was, I like on tour, I like to stay in haunted um, hotels instead of like when we stop, like I'll make the band and dancers and my crew like stay with me in a haunted brothel instead of staying at like the W like, but like, so I always kind of have fun torturing my band and friends into staying at creepy places. And okay. so on tour one time we all stayed at Miss Molly's in Fort Worth and I was staying in this room. It, uh, there was a lot of history about like women, dying there. I was like, I really want to see a ghost. I really want to see a ghost. And then of course, in the middle of the night, I get woken up by this feeling that's like touching the side of my body. I look down at the end of the bed and there's a woman there who was oh, not okay. a real, it wasn't like a, it wasn't a woman the same way that I can like, it was kind of see-through, a little transparent. Mm-hmm. And then I knew that it was, something different because I wasn't scared. It just made me kind of sad. Like I felt really sad for her. Hmm. I wasn't scared. And I, then that like piqued my interest because I was like, Oh, you see all these movies or read books or, and ghosts are scary and it's so scary. But in that moment I was like, Oh, there's just like an energy of this person and it's making me sad. I just assumed it was either a woman or someone in really good drag from like the 1800s. Riddle me that Ben. Riddle you that. <laughs> Learn me this, Kesha. Um, consciousness, where are we and who are we? I mean, that's certainly the biggest mystery. When I yes. was a kid, I used to think I'd like to write a little story about how we're all brains in jars in a lab. Well, I mean, I think a lot of people have written that story. But when I was a kid, it did occur to me at some age of like eight years old that I guess because sometimes you're dreaming and sometimes you're awake and you don't know what the difference is. Yeah. Then sometimes something happened or something didn't happen. Two people witness the same thing and you don't know. So I, I, I do think it is all in our minds. Yes. That much is. So, look, if you want to define the world a certain way and the things that you that come across your field of vision and your 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 life are all explained through that. Then that's cool. I mean, like if you told like a baby a six-month-old uh, uh, in a high chair, and they see their parents float into the air. They'd probably be cool with that. Yeah. But later on, you're not open to that anymore. I am. <laughs> yeah, you might be. <laughs> you I mean, know my mom. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm. what I'm looking for is I want all of those experiences in life. Like, I want. That's what drugs are for, but. But you very true. <laughs> Circling I mean, back to the mushroom behind you. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Let's take off a little nibble every once in a while so I can get through my day. But I do think that things like that that sound so magical, I don't know, it just intrigues me the most. I guess I'm bored by to me, okay, here's another example. Love, right? Yeah. Songs and love. I can't explain why I love somebody. It's a feeling and it just, it is right. very real. I feel it in my, like, in the insides of my organs and like every fiber of my being. And like a song will come out of my face 
and then it gets recorded and that whole process is confusing and then it's on the radio and so i'm kind of being transported yeah. to a different land in a different yeah. time it's like time travel yeah. but my my voice so all of this stuff just trips me out and it I, is crazy no it is crazy. i mean absolutely i mean i that's i i'm i'm with you though the the mystery of that to me it's always been about relaxing and allowing it to be a mystery rather than explain if someone if if you can see that 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 over uh you know thousands and thousands of years of scientists philosophers thinkers have not come up with the answer i i, I hate to throw in the towel but i figure it ain't going to come out of me so i'm sort of i'm i'm cool with just the mystery of it my do you know tim mentioned he says uh someone asked him about um you only believe uh uh in things that you can see. And he's like, yes, I only believe in things I can see. So you have to have evidence. And he's like, I have to have evidence. And he's like, what evidence do you have for love? And he said, well, love without evidence is called stalking. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> you know, what's really weird actually, now that you've brought up stalking, the way I have, so we've made music together. We've had dinner mm. together I saved your phone from you a swimming pool. Very well. You tried to save it. There was no saving it, it at the end of the day. Then, yeah, but you know what? You told me to put it in rice. Yeah, and uh, and I I did that. I actually called up uh, the room service and and managed to get rice somehow at the at the Sunset Marquee. <laughs> put it in the rice, <laughs> but I turned it on too too soon. You turned okay, it on. Okay, well too that soon. is not my fault. That part is not my so, fault. So then the phone had no, the soul left the phone. Right. So there's a haunted, there's a phone haunting. <laughs> we should write a, a song about that. <laughs> Especially if you, if you do my podcast, then I always write a song with my guests on the podcast. Oh my God. That. Well, then so we'll that's what that. our song can be about. The reason we're talking right now is because I liked your music when I was like, 13 years old and I you grew out of that I hope no no and I stalked your ass yeah and came to a bunch of your shows and then I came backstage and then I was and then we were friends and then we went to dinner and then you let me borrow your glittery piano for like years oh, that's right oh my god and then we did worked on rainbow which is one of yeah. my favorite songs of all time together and we played an award show and now you're on my podcast. And that all came from you making noise with your face yep. and me stalking you. Hi, I'm Giancarlo Esposito, and I'm here to introduce you to my character, Gray Parrish, from my new series, Parrish. Yeah, I can drive. My character was a getaway driver. Yeah! retired from life you know that his business is failing his house is going up for sale he is the everyman tell me about this driver job we got a lot of action in this show we have moments of real danger and we want to feel as if anything could happen gray is invited to drive for this man he's invited to make money and he quickly realizes this is not the right thing to do i did what you told me to and he's in a world over his head. Now, let's go! He will try to do what's right and seek justice. Parish, all new Sundays at 9 on AMC and stream on AMC+. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. 
Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. That's true. That's Yeah, it's true. And and another one of life's great mysteries is just the just the sequence of connections in life. It is crazy. I mean, I mean that 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 in itself is nuts. You know when you travel and you're one of the great perks is that we find ourselves in a lot of different places around the world yeah. and you get off a plane or you get off a bus and you walk around and you're just all of a sudden you're in this place with so many people. I can't believe how many people they are. And then you see people that look like people, you know, back home, whether it's Asia or whether it's Germany or Africa or wherever it is. It's crazy. I mean, I think that's crazy just to see the sheer number of people who are all utterly different, but there's something that reminds you of people that you know anyway. And imagine just that across time in like 5,000 years of, of just people walking around. Have you ever taken psychedelics? No, never. It's still strange to me that you've never taken a psychedelic. You seem yeah, like well, I just waited till too late. I was working and writing and just busy, and I didn't think about anything that, that, that was fun. Like, it didn't occur to me. And then by the time you're my old age, you're not going to put something in your brain that's going to rewire it. I'm... I'm I already, you know, I'm already forgetting everything anyway. <laughs> a lot of parents tell their kids don't take acid, and that's why they take acid. So you have hip mom. I mean, you've got a mother who's seen it all, you know, like that's different from a mother who has never seen it before, who's afraid of it saying it, you know, yeah. which which is what kids suspect. But if you know, like my, my parents both smoke pot, so, you know, I, I, it, wasn't a, it wasn't a mystery to me. And it, it didn't seem that cool either. It's kind of like. If well, your that's what your parents do, do it, then you're like, I don't want to do that. Sweetie. You can't rebel against that. No. My rebellion against my mom was she wrote country songs. So I was like, I'm going to like talk rap over dance beats. Ha, yeah. mom. Fuck you, mom. And then she <laughs> Fuck was you, like, mom. And then she was like, Fuck you, mom. <laughs> And then, and then we wrote a bunch of songs together like that. And so now I fully. <laughs> so it didn't work. My rebellion didn't work. And now I just want to make country music. <laughs> like mm. I'm like full circle now. I'm like, I just want to make like, I just want to be Dolly Parton. I pray to, I don't, I don't know it. if I, I want to be Dolly Parton too. <laughs> Who doesn't? You know, I don't actually, you've got a point there. And that's another mystery. Actually, that is, that is a mystery that I've actually pondered. Uh, and it's not exactly supernatural, but is I started thinking about it when I when I was I was playing with a lot of orchestras and I was watching so many conductors come through. And before they even raise the baton, the orchestra has a response to that person like they they want to follow them. They don't want to follow them. They have an opinion about what they're wearing. You can feel it in the room instantly in that situation. Dolly Parton. Is like someone who raises her baton and there are no dissenters at all. Name one person that has anything negative to say about Dolly Parton. It's the weirdest thing. No, I actually wrote a song last week with my mother that goes, I don't believe in God, but I believe in Dolly Parton. See? And That's, I do. See? Don't, I do. See, that's, she, that's, she's a false prophet already. See, you, you're, you're, you've just proven my point. I was something creepy. No one she ever is said anything. The Illuminati is what you're saying. She's all that stuff. She like, is whatever controlling you call our it. brains. 
Yeah. But see, there's, there's, there's the thing about, and that's what worries me about the superstitious stuff is, is that the way people jump so quickly into, uh, in, into conspiracy theories, I don't see much difference between religion, conspiracy theory, and believing in ghosts and thinking the Dolly Parton is Satan, which I'll, I'm going to say you first are blaspheming podcast. my God, right. Queen Dolly. <laughs> kick your ass off my podcast. This is going to be the first one to kick off, you blaspheme Dolly. Look, Dolly Parton is amazing. She is. Like, yeah, you better watch did you yourself. See, did You're you going to get your ass Stephen canceled. Col- <laughs> did, you, did you see uh, her make uh, Stephen Colbert cry? <gasps> no. Like she in just a started, sad way? No, in a, in a like moved, mysterious, unsolved mysteries of the universe. How someone can sing, the other person gets a chill and then can't help crying. Amazing. It is. It's like praise be. Praise, praise Dolly. Dolly. Yeah. See, you came around. Yeah, I came around. You, you've turned me into a believer. <laughs> Dolly came out of a spaceship. <laughs> she sure did. Dolly came out of a spaceship to make this world a better place. She's like, I was listening to your song, Jesus Land. Yeah. And it reminds me of like growing up in the South. Do you want to explain your song, Jesus Land, what it's about? It was came from so much touring and, and there's, a, there's a structure that fit all the cities uh, that I was passing through, I guess, in the Midwest and the South at, at the moment, which kind of implied certain kinds of people moving away from and avoiding other kinds of people. So it seemed very compartmentalized and it seemed so in in a, a kind of nefarious way. It looked like it looked like people had moved to the suburbs to get away from another group mm. of people who had moved from here to get another, it seemed it seemed very tribal to me. And I was thinking this is like maybe about 2004 and I was thinking god what would Jesus think of that? I mean, whether or not I think Jesus was uh, a super uh, a natural being or not, I think historically he was probably there, you know, like everyone, he's historically uh, uh, documented. And I think, you know, okay, well, suppose he was walking from the center of town out to the out to the edge. How sad would he be to see all of that separation? He crosses tracks, and as soon as he crosses tracks, then the, the socioeconomics change of it. And then he finds himself in a yard. And out in suburbia somewhere, and he's tired, and there's this beautiful grass, and he lays down. But as soon as he's in the yard, this alarm system comes on, and all these lights, those lights that come on in those yards that are protecting themselves because it's not his land, it's some mm-hmm. other motherfucker. So I was thinking Jesus' land as well. He walks through the nastiest, ugliest part of town, and it's strip malls, and he sees a billboard with his name on it quoting something he never said. Oh, so that's, yes. I love that line in the song. That's Yeah, that's where it came from. That's longer than the song. It took me longer to explain it than it, than it did to, to, <laughs> to writers. Well, I love that song. And in my mind, I was imagining Jesus driving through like Arkansas to Nashville. I recently did that drive. Oh, yeah. And like just seeing like I love Jesus billboards. I have to say I do love a Jesus billboard. Mm-hmm. I don't. I can't explain to you why I love it. Interesting. So when you say you love it, how do you mean? <laughs> like, like ironically love it, or I there's just, something about I the love, design of it? I, I maybe it's an aesthetic thing, like yeah. a giant sign along a sad, lonely, desperate highway mm. that says something scary about you rotting in hell if you don't believe right. in zombie Jesus. So it's it's you think it's 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 funny and absurd and 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 scary bizarre and, and scary. It's creepy. It's creepy. It's super mm. creepy. And since we've agreed that Dolly Parton is the closest thing we can think of to Jesus, okay, yeah. So if Dolly Parton, God forbid, knock on wood, she better never passed away and then rose again mm. and was zombie Dolly Parton. And then we all made churches and we drank the blood of Dolly Parton and ate little tiny pieces of Dolly Parton, like the Catholic Church. <laughs> like that's some weird wow. shit. Yeah, eating Dolly. Uh, maybe not. <laughs> so like, but like people do that in the Catholic Church. I've eaten um, the 
body and blood of Christ. I was talking about this right. someone earlier, and I was thinking about how that's yeah, very yeah, weird. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's right. That is, I mean, but there's just some really violent imagery in 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 religion, and and I don't, you know, Dolly Parton could as easily as anyone. Of course, she never asked anyone to follow her. That's the thing. Like, there's something about Dolly Parton. Um, what about her band? Seen, what about her band? It's kind of like the, need, they need to follow her. Yeah. Yeah. Like, so it's kind of like her apostles. That's true. Spreading uh, the good word of Dolly. Let's hope they never have a Last Supper on tour, though. Dolly <laughs> needs to live forever. Oh my God. I want to now make a painting. Of her and her band as the Last Supper, I think <laughs> I think I'm onto like starting a religion about Dolly Parton is where I'm headed with this conversation. I think that's where I'm steering this conversation. Is that I Dolly might... on top of her llama? I don't know. <laughs> oh my god, that's really funny. You're a funny That'd guy. Be good. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. I'm here all night, folks, against my weird ass backdrop. <laughs> In the midst of stalking you in my younger years. But now, see, now you love me, so now it's love. Now it's not stalking That's anymore. right. It's mutual. Yeah. Stalk folds <laughs> and you get a free piano. Yeah. If you stalk Ben folds, he'll give you a piano. <laughs> you know, Kurt Vonnegut's last book was called uh, Man Without a Country. I mean, I think it's really funny. As I know, I uh, for some reason, I feel like. Dudes of my age and older tend to like him more than. I forget which book I I have one inside the like most famous. What's his most famous book? Cat's Cradle, maybe. Yes, that one. Um, and then there was an. I have like two inside, and I like remember liking them, but my memory is just so shit. Oh no, I'm with you, and I, I'm not a big. I, I don't really like talk about books that much because one, I don't read as much as 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 I should. And uh, secondly, I really hate when people bring up books because if someone hasn't read something, then they, they feel dumber. And it's just you not only can read, but you wrote a whole book and it was a New York uh, Times bestseller. Well, thank you. It was. Yeah. Uh, that's, yeah that's the thing about being a musician. You, you can you can you can write a book and have an unfair advantage over great writers. <laughs> that's, <laughs> you are a great writer. Sale. Shut your face. Well, thank you. Shut my face. <laughs> But you know what I mean? It's like, I think a book is one way of getting information and it's beautiful. A movie is a great way to get information and living is a great way to get information. So, so, yeah. but all I was going to say is that, is that Kurt Vonnegut wrote this little tiny book right before he died called Man Without a Country. And he tells you the meaning of life in that book. He does. Yeah. The, 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 the meaning of life is you're here to fart around. Well, saying. then I am doing a fucking great job. You're 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 killing it. <laughs> I'm smashing life. Yes. No, oh, won. my God. I won. I won at life. You won. Ding, ding. <laughs> Do you want to know someone putting in little morning talk radio show fo Foley like <laughs> b bingers and stuff? We can put one in. Like yeah. Put one in. Good. Just just smash it when you say that. Ding, ding, ding. Smash, crash. <sighs> and applause. Ravenous yes, applause. Plus. It'll go yeah. here. One of the first times I ever saw you live, you were on like chat roulette, which was like the first version yeah. of like sexy. What? How do you describe chat roulette? It's like you well, go I'm, on the Internet yeah. and you have a video of yourself and you like. Well, it was a random. It was a random chat room one-on-one -on -one chat room where you just forwarded and you would just find yourself speaking to a stranger. Yes. So that was, that was the, that was the catch. It was like, and this kid who was uh 15 years old, Russian, Russian uh, um, teenager and his father invented yeah. and marketed this. I can't remember his name. I met them. And uh, yeah. And so this was, but this was like 2000 and what? Five, six, seven, eight, nine, oh, shit, eight. I don't remember. I just remember thinking mm. it was like absolutely genius and hilarious because you were on stage it was funny. on chat roulette. Yeah. Singing songs at people on chat roulette, projecting yeah. it onto like huge, massive screens. Yeah. And I was like, oh, these people have no idea that they're like on a screen in front of thousands of people. I know. <laughs> and I 
you're singing to them about whatever they want. It was the funniest shit I've ever seen. That was an interesting moment. The thing is, is Chat Roulette came out. And as we started to find with the Internet, any platform like that was going to be naive and innocent for about a week. And oh then it my was just going to be full of dong. That was just going to be it. Just well, that was my question. TV. Did you get, yeah. like, did you accidentally in the middle of shows be, be doing that bit where you're like chat roulette time and you just get dicks? Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and it's, it's interesting because I knew that was probably going to happen because we'd sort of tested it, you know, to see <laughs> what was going to happen. And so you probably don't remember this, but I told the audience that I was going to be putting a screen up in about two songs. And although you come and you hear shits and fucks and you're used to that and that's part of the brand and that's okay, you don't know that you're coming to a show to see guys whip their dicks out. That's probably going to happen. So if you don't want to see it, you don't want your kids to see it, please, God, get them out in the lobby right hide now. Hide your children. Hide, hide your, your wives. Chi- yeah, hide your wives. <laughs> hide your children because they're coming for you. They're going to get you. Um yeah, and and of course it did happen, and uh, you you saw one of I only did that for three shows, so you saw really? one of those three shows. Mm. Oh my god, yeah. it was genius! It was Thank like the, you. No. one of the greatest things I've ever seen on stage. It you know what's what's weird about that? You can relate to this as a performer. I'm sure you have these things, these moments where, okay, you know, like when you start out, and you know that if you play your songs. That's what you do. But if you play other people's songs, all of a sudden everyone's going to love it. Yeah. Oh, right. yeah. And there's certain things that 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 are always going to be like that. No matter how much people are there to see your thing, there's always going to be something else that they get really interested in. And it feels funny to know that there's that, that that's true. This was like that. Like. I could have just done chat roulette for the rest of the I did it for 15 minutes a night, three nights. That's, That's it. That's, That's so all. crazy. You saw you saw one of the 45 minutes of my entire. Um, yeah, it was so and, and, epic. Why did you like quit doing catnip. it? I didn't know where to, I didn't. Well, I felt it was it the get dicks? old. Oh, oh, no, just felt it would get old. I mean, mm. my favorite guy was the guy that was on the toilet. I mean, these the and, and we and, and we got him twice. <gasps> And dude had his toilet roll and everything. He's just sitting there on the toilet. And I sang a song for him. And he was so into it. Because he could see all the people in the audience on his screen. And he just had no idea why he's sitting on the toilet. And like, there we go. I love him. What a he free was, spirit. I, I That's what I thought about this guy, too. I had a name for him. I can't remember. And then there was this guy that was sitting there with a bottle of tequila, no shirt, and these horns on his head. <laughs> Middle the of the night. That's what people are doing. Oh, I was in Brazil one night after seeing your show. I was my first tour and I was like, oh, my God, I thought of you. And I was like, there's this thing where you can just go on the Internet and like chat roulette people. So my whole band was there and all my friends and we're all just like shit faced. And all we got were dicks. It was just a giant scrolling dick pic. Yeah. Well, I think the thing is, is too, that I, I filmed those shows right before it was 24 seven dick. Mm. Before that, it was just like commercial break dick. It was like, you know, every once in a while you'd, you'd see be like, and you saw it coming. You're like, Oh, here it comes. And it's like, okay, well you try to forward it. You try to forward it on because I had the laptop on my piano. So as 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 soon as I saw the zipper, I was like, "Bing!" <laughs> but it's we got we so we got good. we got flashed a few times. I like. Does it still exist? I think that it does. We couple times looked into maybe you know doing a reunion tour. <laughs> please, oh my god, please! It was so funny. It's not a, it's it's not a platform that you can really navigate easily now. Like it's it's all about that. It just went totally there. Like people aren't on it because then there were a lot of innocent people on it who were just wanting to know what was going on. And you could just see anything. There was these couple kids that looked like they were in Italy. And they were so – there's just a cute pair of like teenage dudes just having a good time going, wow, what's this? You don't see that anymore. <laughs> 
Isn't We've that sad? We've lost our innocence. Why are we all such trash perverts on this planet? I don't know. Remember Taybot? Is that like a Tamagotchi? I guess we've both hit each other with <laughs> mystery references. What's what what's what's Tamagotchi? The little creature that's a keychain that you have to take care of like it's a baby or it dies and screams. Who oh, wants that? Is, is it kind of like AI? It's like from the 90s AI that oh. like would be on your keychain and it would like die if you didn't press a button. I don't know what's fun about that. I guess people have a, like a a, a a certain amount of dependency they need. Uh, so why people want pets and people and other pe- and people pets. <laughs> well, you have children. Yeah. Well, as someone who doesn't have children yet, and I'm like still deciding if that's in my cards. Did you think about it too much before you had kids, or did you just like you're like I'm I'm doing it. I'm just gonna have. No, a kid. I I I felt. You know, you can probably relate to this. I, I as soon as I you. You you became famous or younger, and um, I became less famous or older, and I found it almost um, unbearably weird. And it was super I can't, weird. And I can't imagine if I if that had happened to me or for me younger how I would have dealt. But one of the ways that I dealt at my ripe age of thirty years old is I realized that now I walk into places and. And uh, uh, people uh, know me that at that point, I started really having terrible thoughts about myself. I was vapid, only lived for the wrong things. I was a machine. I just said what people wanted to hear. I was vain, all the stuff that goes through your head. And and I thought, you know what the solution to this is, is, is to have kids and to mm. think about someone else instead of me. And within... Two months of that thought, um, I met the kid's mother, and within a year of that, we had kids. Hi, I'm Giancarlo Esposito, and I'm here to introduce you to my character, Gray Parrish, from my new series, Parrish. Yeah, I can drive. My character was a getaway driver. Yeah! retired from life. You know that. His business is failing. His house is going up for sale. He is the everyman. Tell me about this driver job. We got a lot of action in this show. We have moments of real danger and we want to feel as if anything could happen. Gray is invited to drive for this man. He's invited to make money and he quickly realizes this is not the right thing to do. I did what you told me to. And he's in a world over his head. Now, let's go! He will try to do what's right and seek justice. Parish, all new Sundays at 9 on AMC and stream on AMC+. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. 
Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeartRadio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Did it make you feel, because like I feel that way if I'm playing a show and I'm like voguing in the mirror at myself and like complaining about whatever stupid shit I'm complaining about. But it's important in that moment to put it, because you have to be like, maybe you don't have to be, but I'm like a control freak on like a macro Mm. level. And then like, then you go big picture. So then you like make sure the nails Mm. look good, make sure the guitar matches the outfit and make sure your spaceship fits on the stage and is 30 feet long and make sure the lasers hit the back of the, like all of that shit. So in that moment, I like to make sure my spaceship is all specked out. Right. You get it. Yeah. yeah. You get it. It's. We'll see. You're focusing on uh, by focusing on your spaceship a little bit. You've taken the the flashlight off of yourself, I guess. No, uh, no. I think you fully understand. narcissistic. It's such a narcissistic job. Oh my god, I'm here. You. you get it, uh, but you get it. Like, you, like I mean, anyone's going to have to. Ba- Here's the, I think the thing is, is that in some ways, well, one, you grew up closer to the entertainment business by far than most people did. So that demystified some of it perhaps for you, do you think? Yeah, I think there's an element. Yeah, totally. And, but I do think it's also like, I think there's an element of people and myself included that think if I reach fame and fortune, that all of any hole in my heart or confusion or worry in the world it'll go away it'll be fixed if i get famous Mm. and rich and achieve people say that about kids too yeah so that's why i was asking about kids because my mom keeps being like have kids and i'm like fuck you mom but so but i might i just like haven't decided yet and i it's a whole thing but there's something about oh like once you achieve the things you think are going to fill the void of everything in your life and it doesn't do that then it's really confusing because you're like shit Mm. that was supposed to like fix everything and make everything perfect and then i and i worked really hard and i did it and then like but i still feel all these like weird existential crises feelings and sometimes anxiety and sometimes depressed and sometimes super insecure and all of these things that it you i thought if you were like famous or if you had a record that did really well or mm-hmm. if you're on the cover of Rolling Stone like you wouldn't you wouldn't feel those ways and you totally do and then that's when the real existential crisis set in and I was like oh shit if that mm-hmm. didn't make me feel like whole then then I started like that's kind of when the spirituality side of like mystical and it's interesting that you say that because I, I kind of actually am now feeling like you can button, you can come back to the, the spirituality conversation we were having earlier through this because it's very similar. Like, like I was saying, if, if you are okay with some mystery, yeah, that's the same with being okay with the things that you'll never have. It's a it's a metaphor for that thing. So so people are and another metaphor would be hunger. Mm. Like you can't eat everything and sometimes you're starving. Mm. But it doesn't make everything okay just to go around and eat. And it doesn't make everything okay to know everything. And it doesn't make everything mm. okay to have kids or anything. What makes it okay? is the biggest mystery of all time, which is just that balance between being curious enough, being hungry enough, being ignorant enough, frustrated enough to propel you through your day, but being okay with the things that you don't have and you don't know enough. Mm. So if all I wanted in life was to be famous, and that's all I wanted, and I just went for it, I'd be putting all my eggs in that basket. Mm -hmm. When it happens... What else do you want then? To be more famous, or Then who? Elvis or Jesus or Dolly Parton? 
because those are the three big ones. True. And, and that's <laughs> no. And Elvira. And and, and, folds. and Ben Folds. That's six. And Folds. Six of us in an elite group. That's it. Okay. That would be a great um super group. I'm just throwing it out there. Um and yes, I agree. When you focus so much on something to to put all your eggs in that basket and then if you achieve some semblance of it then you realize that like oh hmm you're right I do think maybe the the like the point of life is to me it's about staying open-heartedly curious Mm -hmm. also I think it's really important to find humor in things because everything Mm -hmm. is so fucked and so if we don't have humor like humor is the detachment that that I'm I'm talking about. That's just going because humor is like, to me, is associated with the absurdity that you'll never know. That's the mystery part. You just laugh at it. It's like, ha ha ha, fuck it. Because what else are you gonna do if you can't laugh at certain things? Like, we're all just gonna sit in the fetal position and cry hysterically, or at least I would. So I have to like yeah. make songs about things and try to make it funny. I love that's one of that has always been one of my favorite components to what I think is a great songwriting voice that you have. You have a very, very unique voice of songwriting that is probably uh, probably underappreciated, though. I don't I, I wouldn't want to guess that. I think people appreciate how good you are, but you do other things. So that can all get there's a lot of stories going on. Uh, uh, with you, but but my my point is is that your humor is never detached from something beneath it, like it's always part of life. That's how I feel silly. about you too, though. Man, your like, songwriting, yeah. That's how I feel about you. You, you, got, I, you, you influence me a lot. I think through that because your songs are so beautiful, and I love them, and they're emotional. But they're fucking funny, like you and John Prine, and uh, you know what I mean, like Dylan, Neil Young, some of my like favorite T Rex. Like there's humor, but it's not like it's not just like a it's not a joke song. It's a really beautiful song, but it's finding the humor mm. of life along with the other emotions to make a song that has all of the emotions. I love that. I think, I, and I think you've managed to do it without people feeling that they were novelty songs. And that's a real tough thing to do. When you put humor in something, suddenly uh, it tweaks uh, something in the listener that they can often feel it's a, uh, it's a novelty song, but you'll drop stuff in. Uh, and, and I think you were fortunate to have the first big hit that you had because it had so many funny, funny parts in it. So that opened people up to the possibility that you would do more of that, you know? Interesting. I've never psychoanalyzed my career like that, but thank you. I think. Mm, absolutely. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, I no, like no, I love, look up to you. I look up to you. Uh, I do look up to you. You helped shape the songwriter I am. That's awesome. That's you, a, that's my mom, awesome. and thank Dolly you. Parton, and Jesus. <laughs> and then you, and then we've got the Mount Rushmore of all things important. <laughs> on my list of things you like it says lightning bugs that was sort of uh, that came from a dream when i was uh very 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 young uh and the dream was that um and this is the title of my book is a dream about lightning bugs and the and the 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 reason for that the metaphor behind it was that in the dream lightning bugs were lighting up around the backyard and I was with a whole bunch of other kids, but I was Mm. the only one that could see the lightning bugs. And when I would point them out, then the other kids would be, yay, there's lightning bugs. And I would put them in jars and pass them out. I was the fucking, that was the man. Everyone (laughs) loved me in my own dream. I was the, uh, I was the hero. But as I got older and I remembered the dream and never forgot that dream, what I started realizing about it, what was so good about the, the imagery was that that's what an artist is supposed to do. An artist is supposed to see something that flickers that other people haven't had the time to notice, and they're supposed to bottle it. 
The other reason that I felt the metaphor worked is because not everyone sees the same thing. So to say that I had some superpower because I saw lightning bugs would be a misinterpretation of my own dream. What would be uh, uh, more fair would be to say that the other kids maybe were noticing stars, blades of grass, the parents over on the other side, car lights, other things, the temperature. They would notice other things. If, if you see spaces, you become an architect. I don't walk into a field and see a space and see materials and imagine it being constructed. I walk into a field and hear a melody. So yeah. that's the firefly that I see. Other people see other things. And so I think that the job of an artist is to notice what they're attracted to that no one else noticed and spend your time crafting it and bottling it so that others can live that moment in the way that you lived it. Mm, I absolutely am obsessed with that. And that's like the most eloquent way to put what I've been trying to say for a very long time into words. Well, thank you. Well, it's hard to put into words because one, I think that the idea that a an artist has some sort of mystical superpower would be underselling the rest of the human race. Everyone walks into the world and has a different perception and sees something that glows yes. for them. You don't have to spend all your time bottling it if you want to do something else with your life, but you shouldn't ignore it. Yes, that's like if your lightning bug is like cooking, that could be a hobby. Right. It doesn't have to be your job. But Absolutely. I do feel like every... So this is something that I've decided is true, but I also might decide it's untrue in like three days, so... <laughs> I love that. But I think that everyone is an artist. I think everyone is an artist. If you take the time or like have the desire to explore, I think we all have a place to be artistic and it can look mm -hmm. super different for everybody. Like what you're saying, like what you notice in the world, like an architect sees spaces. And I'm like you, when people are talking it's a really weird thing. Like someone will be saying something to me and I'm trying to listen. I'm not trying to be a total asshole, but I just start hearing them in song. Yeah. Like what they're saying will start going into a song and then I'll start going like this and saying what they just said at me, but in a melody. And I'm like a crazy person and they're mm -hmm. looking at me, talking to me and I'm like singing what they're saying to me at their face. See, now, should you do... Uh, my little podcast, normally what I do is exactly what you're talking about. I'll talk to the guest and say it's an anthropologist. And I talked to an anthropologist who is a, he's a primatologist who uh, wrote a book called The Creative Spark about creativity in evolution and, and, and how people would not have survived without ideas and creativity and where that is in the brain and, and all the, all, uh, all the stuff that, that he knows he knows from his, you know, from being a scientist. Um, and he talked about specifically uh, cooking as being one of the first creative uh, endeavors that people have. But while he's talking, I'm sitting there thinking about his pitches mm -hmm. and how he's speaking and the things that he's saying. So uh, my job during the podcast is to turn that into a song. So... I've I've made a song with a anthropologist, with a, a music therapist, a tap dancer, um, <laughs> a, a, a software developer. Oh damn! We made like an old uh, we made like an old uh, Ink Spot style song. I have no idea what that means. The Ink Spots were the were uh, almost kind of pre they were pre doo wop. And it was like almost a cappella. Uh, uh, and and the guy would the guy would speak. Like it go ding 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 dun 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 dun. He go, I know, baby. Just sometimes life is tough. You know, like he was the first guy to like talk at you in a recording the way that they started doing later. That's the ink spots. Oh. So I turned this guy into the ink spots. Anyway, all that a long way of saying is I I completely understand what you're saying. Someone's talking to you, and you're you're just you're you're creating a a. a song or pieces of songs from what they're saying. Yeah. And that's why I'm doing it in the podcast is I'm going to do that and I'm going to be rude out in public. So I may as well do it 
Uh, but when we do, do it for mine, a purpose, yes. When you when we do mine, we'll do it the other way, and you can make us you can make the song out of what I'm saying, or we can just sing at each other's face. Just sing at each other. Have a sing oh, off. That sounds so just juicy and annoying and fun. Yeah, and you've got the you've got the the broader pipes too. That's a thing. I'm louder. You've, you are, I'm so you've loud. You've got some volume, and that's. Amazing. I'll drown your ass out. You will. It's not even close. I, I start I, I I took I took a few vocal lessons to just learn how it is that people make their voice loud, like people like you and I think loud. you're I think you're born from my mother who's very loud and then everyone in the house just yells all the time and there's like mm. twelve dogs barking. So if anybody wants to like know Anything, you just have to yell really loud, and then you learn how to project. Your brother doesn't seem loud. Is he loud? He's a loud talker. Like, when he's on the phone, he'll be like this. He'll be talking like, okay. like chill, bro. Yeah. Well, there's technique to it, too, as I as I learned. It's releasing releasing some muscles so that it can just resonate. And I never really knew about that. I mean, you don't have to if you do my job. It's like I just, because I use that, that voice like that. That's the way I sing you. Yeah. Well, that is a sexy voice. But you can have yeah. that, that kind of sexy voice. And then if you open your throat and then you just right. like let the highest note come out, this is a game I love to play. Usually those get muted with me in that, in that situation. Oh, shit. <laughs> That's not a very pretty note. Let me try to find a good one. It's a harmonic. <clears throat> oh, shit. <laughs> you just busted the glass out of my room. You're going to have to pay for that, Kesha. <laughs> on that note. <laughs> on that note. Boom. You just, you, just, you just wrapped it up. You just buttoned up the conversation. You've done but that. wait, how do people find your book, you, your podcast, everything? Go. Well, they're going to find my podcast because anyone who's listening to this, because when you do it, they'll 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 know that you've done it, so they can find it there. It's called Lightning Bugs, but they don't have to watch it and listen to it until you do it. Oh my God! Everyone, go listen to Lightning Bugs, and I will too because I'm going to be on it. Yeah, yeah, that my and I've, been, I've it's been so fun making songs with people. I just I just mixed my song I did with Bob Saget. And, oh my uh, God! He was singing about his prostate, <laughs> and it's a good song. I I I, it t- I I took a whole week, recorded all the instruments, got it got it just so, and it's like shoegazing nineties rock. Oh, He's I'm so, sure it's so beautiful. Bummed. It's I think it's sad actually. Yeah. Oh, it's melancholy. I, I love that. Okay, I'm gonna check it out. So just wherever you listen to podcasts, yeah, lightning it's, bugs. It's where po- lightning Amazing. bugs. It's where podcasts. Yeah, yeah. And 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 be sure to buy my new cookies. I have a, I have a line of uh, soap. I'm selling soap. <laughs> I'm selling. Um, I make it here in a in in in, in my tub. I've got to get. I got to get rich. I don't skin. know if you're lying, but I want no, I'm, some I'm not soap. Telling the truth. <laughs> I was about to be like, I love soap. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> I knew someone who was selling records and soap at the same time, and I couldn't really make sense of that. <laughs> well, I don't bathe that much, so it doesn't make sense to me. Okay, everybody, you know thanks for listening. <laughs> People over overbathe. Fuck it. I'm, I I'm agree. With you. Don't Your waste skin water. Feels so much better after you know a few days. <laughs> That's dirty. Yeah. That's gross. <laughs> That's gross. <laughs> Um, thank and also, you. I took a shit while we were talking. You I did. I knew it. Yeah. I fucking yeah. knew it. He pooped. I told the world too. Called yeah. it psychic. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll see you soon. I hope I'll be yeah, on your I hope podcast. Someone edits this stuff. Yeah. <laughs> well, you don't want this just going like... out raw like this. No. <laughs> Uncut and raw. Uncut, unbathed. Real talk. Unbathed, raw. Poop talk with Kesha. <laughs> oh, this is going to be a funny one. Good job. It's good. Good job good being job. funny. You know what? We'll end it on this. My best friend when I was growing up, his parents called uh, taking a poop a good job. Oh. They're like, did you do a good job? 
I did a good job. <laughs> ben, you did such a good job today. I did a good job. <laughs> all right. Thank you. Make, make me go away. I'll talk all night. Okay. See you soon. Goodbye. All right, you. Good to see you. <laughs> you too. Bye. What do I press on this thing to get out of here? Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. This is Amy Brown from Four Things with Amy Brown. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between offering quality care and support virtually, in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways that Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthier happens together. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.